0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Serious Angler podcast. Uh, right now, it is Andy and I for Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing. We got Bart coming in a minute here. And uh, unfortunately, but fortunately, I guess for him, uh, Deacon is out on his Valentine's Day date tonight, so he's not going to be joining us. But we have his his points and how he did for the St. John's so we can update our kind of our little group fun competition we got going on here to kind of recap the St John's River but then we're also gonna dive into the Harris chain give some predictions our hot takes our fantasy oh. picks what we think is uh, is gonna happen down on the Harris which I think everyone is very excited to watch
1: Have you seen any of like the pros like social media feeds?
0: I've honestly been so slammed with work today that I haven't been on social media much. What up, Bart? Yo.
1: Literally Um, every guy that I follow in the Elite Series is posting pictures of giants.
0: I think it's going to be a sight fishing like slugfest.
1: Yeah, it's going to be silly. At least the first two days. And then somebody will probably win offshore just because, like that's florida because it's the harris chain yeah (laughs) and it's florida
0: (laughs) yeah i haven't even looked in the weather forecast but we can definitely pull that up on tonight's show you want to pull that up quick yeah Yeah, i think it's
1: gonna be warm oh that means bart hasn't set his lineup yet
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's okay bart while you uh take your time there we're gonna quickly uh chat about the saint john's kind of our takeaways from it and then go through the points and set our rankings amongst the four of us for. uh, going into the harris chain i'm in Uh, last (laughs) i'm
1: throwing it out there right now i (laughs) sucked uh
0: really fast for folks that are tuning in and then folks that are listening to this uh tomorrow on mp3 um we still have you guys i guess for the whole season really you guys can join our bassmaster fantasy fishing group it's linked down below right now we have 2200 members in it members in it but uh the winner walks away with a 250 dollars gift card to omnia fishing and then if you guys keep tuning into these live streams we're going to keep giving away 25 dollars gift cards to omnia to queen tackle and giving away hobie eyewear shades and also giving away some swag from hummingbird to mankota so if you guys keep tuning in i mean chances are you're probably going to win stuff if you're engaging and throwing comments out there i uh, just want to throw that out before we get started here uh I guess we'll just kind of get in the St. John's guys. Uh, what are you guys' takeaways? Any like glaring
1: things you guys? How told? wrong we were all about Cliff Prince. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a Oops. damn fact. <laughs> Oops, yeah, that was yeah. rough. Yeah, it was wild. Like his deep fish were just not there. Not I shouldn't say deep. the uh, The shell bar fish were not there for him. And, really, oh boy. It was, I think, the first day he ran all the way, like, the south end of George or in the Crescent or something. Or, like, this isn't a move we normally see Cliff do. And I was like, oh, that's good.
0: Yeah, I honestly, I didn't get to see much of the live coverage, being that I was, you know, Saturday and Sunday I had my own tournament. Uh, but it didn't seem like from what I scrolled back and watched after I got off the water, it didn't seem like many guys had a – crazy offshore bite going. It seemed like everyone that did well was on the bank.
1: Yeah. The only one who really did was Cruz and he was fishing like 15 to 20 foot of water with a drop shot. The first, I think like day one and two Bart, if I remember correctly. Who? Cruz. Like he was catching some I think good day fish. one. He got his big bag largely on a drop shot. Not day two though. Yeah. Day two. I think he caught like limit fillers and then caught him on a chatterbait up shallow. Yes. Dude, I
0: will – I need to admit this on live air. <laughs> I will eat my words on John Cruz because I literally remember saying – I remember you saying
1: it too. He's too inconsistent. That's exactly what I said. Except for the yeah. St. John's.
0: <laughs> but, dude, watching how he caught them was freaking awesome. Yeah. He brought them – he didn't catch them on a jerk. Well, he – what I was told and watched a little bit of was – He basically brought them out using live scope with a jerkbait or a chatterbait, watched them follow it, and then it would drop on them with a drop shot.
1: Yes. That's That's, freaking awesome. That's that's what Felix was doing too, it seemed like. So multiple rocks
0: to that. That, That's like a two prong punch right there. That's pretty cool. Because he was fishing like lily pads, wasn't he?
1: Um, Later in the day, he was starting out in like standing timber. In Rodman to start every day. That's where he was catching on the drop shot in that fifteen to twenty foot, which he's never gone to Rodman before before this tournament, hmm. which was crazy too.
0: Yeah, it, the the just the, I guess how Cruz caught him and how consistent he was, day to day was was pretty cool to see and how, because mm-hmm. uh, he. He caught him, and it was kind of like a junk deal. And I think another big takeaway I had was I bet Bob Downey really wished he had four
1: 12-inchers on day three. Oh, <laughs> Dude, or 100%. just one more three-pounder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did, didn't he lose one or two on day three, too? I think that would have helped him if I remember correctly. One uh, of the he days he lost a big one.
0: Yeah, any any fish on that day besides that one – like what six and a half pounder that he caught. Yeah. That would have been amazing for him.
1: <laughs> this comment, Jim Wood, the owl, did everybody see Paul Mueller like that get was des- sick. Destroyed by an owl like his face.
0: Awesome. <laughs> if you have not seen it, go to uh Paul Mueller's Instagram page and just watch that video of the owl trying to steal his bass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I so cool. And they're talking about it on stage. I think it was like at the day two weigh-in or day one weigh-in, whenever it happened. And there was a guy sitting on the bank and said, "Watch out for that owl. He likes to take people's hats." What? I'm looking like up the weather for. Like, if, yeah.
0: if you have like a white hat or something like that, the owl will take it.
1: Just like it. a hat in general. Like the owl was like a resident of that canal that he was in.
0: What the heck? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's just Jim. Jim's a dick. <laughs> Watch out for that guy. <laughs> Not Jim in the figures I use Jim. and That's the guy that's commenting. Not you, Jim. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what What's the Uber? I haven't even looked at the weather. I think it's going to be pretty good. Well, yeah. Have you seen any of the photos they've been posting? Uh, no, I've been. Hence, why I haven't. I wasn't here till last second. I've been really well, busy. So, I
0: think if there's something we could take away from St. John's, too, is that just because the pros are posting bigs doesn't mean that's going to show in the weights. Because, well, it St. Talked. John's. They
1: said it was awesome in practice. They were all shocked. Yeah, yeah. That, okay, I got my lineup set. We're good. I heard
0: Zona say on live that Lee Livesey was like, "Yeah, it's going to take." You know, ninety eight to hundred pounds
1: to win well, he, this thing. he predicted one oh one yeah who and, did and, Lee Livesey for the St. John's yeah no it was in Fuego from what I heard and I think
0: uh after day one to get a check it was like was it like nine or eleven pounds or something like that? Yeah. it's crazy. Like it is not what anyone was thinking, because like, I think it was, what, 28, 27, 22, 20, and then dropped down to 16 for the top 10? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not
1: what people were thinking. I was very close with my weight prediction, though. I Where think we all up? were, like, right there. Yeah, I think I had 74, 8. What I was, I was... Hold on, I'm going back now. I think I had 73, 8. Seventy-four five, and I. What was the winning weight? Seventy-four eight. I think it was seventy-five something. I yep. was seventy-three seven. Yeah, we're all like spot on with the weight prediction. Yeah.
0: So look St. John's River. What was the weight? Let's see, seventy-five four. Your boy had seventy-five twelve.
1: That was right. That's there. good. Yeah. Well, congrats, Mr. First Place. I think um, I did see a comment that I thought is kind of fitting. Um, oh, I can't see where it – oh, uh, KMG Outdoors, The I really think Bob was a story of the week. It almost seemed like Cruz just got less and less and less and less coverage as the week went by, <laughs> and it was just like, oh, my God. Like you saw Cox and then yeah. uh, Downey, and it, it was kind of interesting. It just Cruz just kind of held on you know?
0: Yeah, he did. I mean, he was consistent though. Like he didn't have, besides his first day, he didn't have anything like really take home. Yeah. Military. I think Cox kind of Cox and Downey stole the show for the rest of the week. Uh, I think even Bob Downey stole the last day in terms of, in terms of coverage when he had a monster bag. Yeah. Oh, so, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, let's just quickly go through and, Talk about our teams. Get the rankings going. Going in Harris Chain, uh, being that Deacon is on his little Valentine's date, he's not going to be joining us tonight. But Deacon had for points, he had nine hundred and eighty-four. So Andy, would you like to go next and declare your score?
1: Last eight ninety-one, eight ninety-one. <laughs> yeah. Bart, um,
0: what'd you have? Um, I had nine forty-eight. 948. I think Bailey got a dub. I did. Starting you the know. season off right, boys.
1: In fantasy fishing, 948 to 891 is basically like the same score. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I was at the same score. <laughs> I'm just being funny. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I really liked about my team to be honest was uh the Drew Cook pick. Yeah. Uh, He struggled day one too. He did really bad day one, but it was just like I said, it was like just gonna kind of grimy his way there, and that's exactly what he did. I could say the same thing. And uh, actually, you know, after just getting absolutely foot shoved in my mouth about Bernie, Bernie got 31st. So, you know what, Deacon, there you go. Bernie did well in Florida. Oh, Bernie's yeah. a safe pick in Florida. Wherever he can throw a wacky worm around, he's good. Yeah, wacky it. worm around cypress trees. He's good. Yeah.
0: yeah, after day one, I was like, damn, we're off to another bad year because Corey Johnson was 69th. Brian Schmidt was sixty sixth, Cox was 57th. Cliff Prince was 61st. And Clint Davis was 31st. And I was like, damn, this sucks. And then uh, Corey jumps up to 34th. Brian Schmidt jumps up 20 places. Cox jumps up in the thirties cliff drops and then Clint goes up to 12th uh, and then old Cox drops his 32 pound bag and uh, Corey moves up to 17th. So it was, they, the the boys came through for me and ended up with a little over, I had 1,129 points. And
1: I think I'm more proud, honestly about the weight prediction than anything else. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Being close on that is yeah, we were
1: all good on weight prediction. I mean, St. John's was a St. John's, it was very unpredictable. Um, but like it was predictably unpredictable. We were like, Yeah, someone's probably going to catch them in Rodman. Um, everyone else probably going to grimy random stuff. A couple community holes will probably play. I was surprised by how much of the springs actually played, to be honest. Um, but it seemed like it was like fishing the drains of the springs rather than doing anything else or throwing a devil's horse compared to like actually fishing, actively fishing beds, you know? Yeah. Well, the updated golf
0: scoring as we're doing for our little fun group amongst the four of us is uh, Andy coming in hot with four. uh, Bart with three, Deacon with two, and myself with one.
1: We should have put handicaps.
0: Handicaps on what?
1: You know, like golf, if you're a terrible golfer, you get a handicap. Like, I'm terrible at fantasy fishing, so I should have had a handicap.
0: <laughs> here's here's your <laughs> handicap, Andy. So Bart, here just go. <laughs> now we're going to hear about how
1: great I'm going to do this week. <laughs> good luck. Good luck, Bailey, with that. Good luck. Um, <laughs> Bart's head's just going to explode on screen. No, no, we're good. I had a bad week, but uh, I'm pretty sure I took like third last year to start too. So I'm pretty sure you won every week last year, but like two. I don't think I. I think I did pretty bad the first week though. I, I don't remember Bailey. I you can know. go back and find the tallies. We, right? we could. We could go look. I could just look and. Uh, can you? No. no, you can't. Bailey may uh, have I the tally last year.
0: Yeah, I can, I can find it eventually, but we'll we'll save that for a later date because we should dive into
1: the Harris chain. That is what the folks are here to chat about. I'm going to preemptively say I'm going to get slaughtered for Homer Northern picks for this one. I'm going to get made fun of a lot. However, I knew that leading into this event this is a very good event for Northern guys.
0: What do you mean for this event, dude? You're gonna do that for the rest of the damn year.
1: No, no, no. I normally pick one, but this is a good event for the northern guys, and it, it proves that if you look at stats. Okay, all right. We'll, well, yeah, we'll Keith Tuma won the open there last Keith year. Keith Tuma right? won the open there last year, Minnesota.
0: Didn't uh Schlapper using like in low twenties, right?
1: Northern guys do pretty well down there normally, unless your name's Seth Fighter. for some reason he doesn't well do we
0: have any kind of predictions as to we'll pull up the the weather here Um. i
1: i think this is just going to be a really fun event because like i actually think this event favors people who haven't been in the elite series for a while because they have gone to harris a ton for opens over the years and flw tours Mm -hmm and stuff like that. And if you've been in the elites for like five plus years or, you know what I mean? Like been around for a while. Like I thought I saw Jason Christie posted today. It was his first time out there. And I was like, what? Yeah. I don't don't think he's ever hopped in to like any of the opens down there. And he left FLW tour before they started going there. Like every year in the mid 2000s, like, like 20 well, they go like every year from like 2013 to 2016 i think to the harris chain yeah yeah so like i think it's gonna be um i think it's gonna be awesome and you're gonna you're gonna see some northern guys do really well yeah those are two of my picks get out of (laughs) here um yeah no everyone's dropping my picks yeah get out of here everyone (laughs) But uh, this, you've seen guys from up north do very well there, and I think it, it fish is really similar to up north offshore grass, like even New York offshore grass, yeah. um, graph around a lot up shallow. It's like fishing bed fish, you know, around home, but uh, they're just way more picky. But um, yeah, I think it's gonna be an awesome event. I'm actually like this is one of the events I'm probably most excited for. I, I think it'll be a typical Florida event, but not um, the Harris chain's really cool. Um, and it has the ability to put out just some absolutely grossly big bags like we saw in the college event so um, and looking at the weather it, you should see a little bit of everything you're going to see fish pulling up to beds you're probably going to see a couple mega bags you're going to see some struggle Um, I'm excited I think it's going to be a really good event I, I yeah, think it's I... go ahead Bailey sorry I was just going to say I
0: completely agree with that but I think it's going to be whoever takes the cake is going to be someone that has a combination of different patterns. Like they're not going to be just sight fishing all day. They're going to have a combination of maybe one to three offshore shell bars or uh, specific grass spots, but they're also going to have, you know, some fish up shallow that they're going to go out and, you know, sight fish for some giants.
1: See, I'm a- I'm actually going to disagree with that. I think the person who wins Harris is going to be someone who sticks to their game plan. Cause I think, I fished it, Harris, when I was down in Florida for a couple of days, and just from what I saw and hear about the places, um, you can get there's a lot of idle zones, and you can get really caught up in trying to get to different places and chasing new things. Whereas, like you saw with Keith Tuma, he ch- like last year in the Open, he chased that offshore grass bite the whole time, and it eventually paid off. Early in the event, he might have. Might have fished some shallow lilies and it was bad and he just ditched it. But I think going back and forth, especially with the weather, I think that'll be a problem. I think you want to kind of, I think this is an event you're going to want to pick one thing, stick to it. And, um, you know, you might have a dad bad day, take your punches, but then, you know, have your 30 pound day. So what do you think is going to be more favorable site fishing
0: or offshore being just stick. I
1: honestly don't know. I think it's going to be offshore, but, uh, I think what's cool about this event is you're going to see guys who are flipping like really thick stuff. And then you're going to see guys throwing a chatterbait and offshore grass. You're going to see one guy, you know, um, out dragging a Carolina rig maybe. And then you're going to see someone up in, you know, back marinas fishing sight fish. Um, and I think that'll be really cool. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a really cool event, and I'm just excited because most of the opens that are there, are 220 boats, mm-hmm. you know, they're maxed out, and we're finally gonna see an event where there's only 100 people out there. So I think it's gonna be you're gonna to get to see what the place is really capable of. Andy, are you playing with tackle? <laughs> no, I'm just fidgeting. Oh. <laughs> yeah i don't have any tech look here. sounds wish, like but...
0: you're, it sounds like you're like playing around with your terminal box
1: no i'm listening to bart i apologize and just uh, no you're good me. i'm it, just curious it, just, it happens they're actually a yeah, sims hard bite boot cleats for
0: Ah, oh, that's what it is
1: for steelhead fishing
0: yeah um so looking at the weather i see it's pretty consistent leading up to it but we have wednesday The day before, day one, is 80 degrees, mostly sunny. East winds out of 10 to 14 mile an hour. Thursday is 86, partly cloudy. Southeast, 10 to 15. Uh, The wind stays consistent until looks like Saturday, where it's a north out of 10. Um, Friday is 83, partly cloudy. And then Saturday drops down to... 71 partly cloudy and sunday is 80 and mostly sunny so it sounds like a lot of sun pretty warm temps besides the one little drop on saturday being that that's a north wind but i think i think i don't know i I gotta put my chips in the in terms of sight fishing i think that's what it's gonna
1: be i think they're gonna smash them either way it's gonna be really good yeah Uh, i'm really excited to watch this one I'm and, you, and like uh, Scott just said, you got full moon tonight. Oh no, God, dude, it's <laughs> gonna
0: be dumb. Like if you <laughs> if you don't have John Cox picked, like you're just dumb.
1: <laughs> I don't have John
0: Cox Me either. Oh, you're just dumb.
1: <laughs> but I have.
0: What, what I'll say that and watch him bomb. Watch him bomb after no, John Cox is, is going d- to be top ten.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all, we all I say might that change now. the pick actually. <laughs>
0: Oh man. So folks, as we start going through these picks, uh, let's hear some of your predictions, your hot takes, and uh what you guys think is gonna take the cake pattern wise for this event. I'm very curious to see what the majority of other folks might think in terms of offshore or sight fishing. So uh let us know. We'll start picking some prize winners here, but we're let's dive into our picks for the Harris chain. Um Andy, do you wanna lead us off for group A? Northern
1: Boy, I'm riding with them. I'm probably going to ride with him all year. Corey Johnston, he has a good track record on the Harris Chain Fish in the FLW Tour, um, and I think he has it out to whoop on his brother this year. I can see it being like I'm going to beat Chris every event. So yeah, I'm going to go Corey shallow water. He's going to be sight fishing him, and he might have some offshore chatterbait stuff like they always do in Florida. But with a full moon. The temperature is right, it's going to be a, a spawn fest. It's gonna be
0: silly. Corey is like I think one of the most underrated sight fishermen that people do not talk about. He's dumb with sight fishing. Like he's really good.
1: Yeah. And I think you could say that for a lot of northern anglers, honestly, because we do funny. it so much with smallmouth that um it kind of helps to understand like where the prime spot on a bed is, just because smallmouth will really show you pretty quickly where it is. So once you figure it out with largemouth, it's like a light switch.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I think that's one because being in the same group as John Cox, who I picked, uh, I think that's one that's gonna kind of slip through the radar. Um, but I, yeah, I
1: he's mean, he's only I get- at three percent.
0: I can't not pick John Cox. I mean, you tell me that there's going to be a full moon and visibility throughout the four days. Yeah. I can't not pick John Cox for that. I mean, that's his backyard. It's just, it Mm -hmm. shapes up as for an event for him, man. I'm, I'm going John Cox. There's really no other explanation beyond that.
1: We can start rolling in the hate train. We can get it going right now. Uh, um, There's already been comments of it. I'm taking Felix. Um, Well, yeah, you cannot not take Felix in a spawning derb. You can't yeah. He was the only guy who made the final spot at Fork or mm-hmm. the final day, sight fishing. He is a really, really, really good sight fisherman. And he's done yeah. good there in the FLW tournaments too. He's done good in FLW. He is phenomenal offshore graph and grass. Um, yeah, I, I just and he's on fire right now. Like oh, yeah. leading back to last year, he is on a tear. So uh, I'm, I just got to go with Felix. It's, it's low percentage. If I wasn't taking Felix, I would be taking John Cox. It's just, it feels like Felix has got to win one soon because he's just so hot right now leading back to last year. And this ah. is, it should be good. And I don't think it's going to be full sight Derby. I think it's going to be a lot, but I think once you hit the weekend, that cool night is not going to be too favorable.
0: I really don't yeah. think it's that big of a drop. It's a, it's only a 7-degree temperature. Dude, there. 86 it's to Florida. 70?
1: It's Florida. That's 70 in Florida, everyone's wearing sweatpants and sweatshirts. Bust out the winter parkas. Yeah. Dude, that's <laughs> cold in Florida. Yeah, whatever. Damn, You'll place. like this one, now, Bart. Zona it's going to be 50 that night.
0: I could definitely see that in the next few years, Felix winning an AOI.
1: Yeah, even back. I did to- say I will I will say that on my BTL, I did say um Panger asked if fighter could repeat. And I said if I had to pick a northern person to win AOI, it'd be Felix this year. So I did say that right away. I
0: could see. I mean, dude, he's shown everywhere that he can make top tens. Like
1: he's so consistent. He doesn't yeah. bomb. Yeah. Yeah, so you better knock. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Somebody okay, <laughs> and I later get...
1: later in the year is good for him too because uh, I mean, you got St. Lawrence where he always does well, but he has a lot of experience on the Mississippi River from FLW. Yeah. And uh, yeah, um, stat of the day by wow, Ryan he... Crowley.
0: Holy crap!
1: Yeah, no, he's on fire. Yeah. I, I love that Saturday. Uh, um, Ryan hit us up. We're gonna give you a queen tackle gift card for that stat of the day. I like that. So uh, send us a message on Facebook or Instagram, and we're going to get that $25 gift card out to you from Queen.
0: Dude, that statistic? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah I wasn't kidding, dude. On He's a driver. roll. Making he money. rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he almost won AOI the year he won Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Good gosh. Someone yeah. in this group to you
0: that I want to point out, not for this event, uh, but somebody to keep watching, and I thought was really awesome to watch at St. John's, flipping a, a dang free rig, which I'm a big become a big fan of, Masayuki Matsushita.
1: Yeah, My he favorite, was fun to watch. Person in the world to say their name. <laughs> you just like saying the name. I love saying the name. His, his English <laughs> was pretty decent too. Was it? I think uh yeah. someone in this bucket? If you want to stay away from Felix or Cox, too, is uh Patrick Walters. Mm-hmm. He did or- really well there in the open. So Taku always catches them too down south.
0: I mean, I would so. also look out for Downey again, the way he was fishing at St. John's. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't sleep on him either. Uh, but other than that, I mean, some could say it could be a tough bucket, but I don't think it's as tough as the next one. We're There's
1: like pick. four or five guys that you could really choose. From I thought there. D was the tough bucket. So mm-hmm. agreed. I'd agree with that as well.
0: Well, let's, let's dive into it. We're going down the line here. Group B.
1: Can, Can I, I pick first this one? Oh, did you, what was Deacon's pick? Yeah, what was bank? Deacon's?
0: Oh, correct. Let me actually pull that up.
1: I might have the text chat. Hold on. I got it right here. All right. What was his pick? It was... You will vouch for Deacon tonight. If I could find it. I thought I had it right here. I thought you He's... had it. Oh, he sent it to just me and you, didn't he? He did. Now I got to find that. I got picks. it. I got it.
0: It's uh, he p- also picked John Cox,
1: and we'll go right into group B. Oh, um, I saw we were talking about drain the lake kind of briefly, but Chris Flay said the hardest choice will be where to use Felix in your drain the lake. And I saw Hella Bass say exactly what I was gonna say save him for Oahi. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. <clears throat> yes, he is going to smash them at Oahi. You got some pretty good picks coming here. But uh, okay, so Group B, I'm going with the other Johnston, Chris Johnston, because he has <laughs> won on the Harris chain. Um, he is a little more hot and cold, but I think this one will line up right for him. Um, he didn't seem he didn't have a very good St. John's event, right? Uh he was top forty, I believe. He, he was all right, but yeah, no, nothing crazy. I think he like petered out, didn't he? Yeah, I think he started well and then kind of like day 2 he had a camera in his boat if I remember correctly and he only caught like two or three fish. Yeah, yeah. So I'm picking I'm picking him. I mean, uh once again, northern guy, but a lot of a lot of experience with FLW there. Uh, has done well in the past and actually with yeah, Backyard Biggin' said it. Uh I was going to pick Lester, but I'm going with uh Johnston.
0: Riding Hot after his Bassmaster Open win.
1: Yeah. yeah. To add on to that, because you stole the
0: words out of my mouth, that's exactly who I'm going with for B as well, for Chris Johnson, for that exact same reasoning, um, which was one that made it tough for me uh, on Group A as well, because I would also think about going Corey until I just saw John Cox, and you just – yeah, it explains for itself.
1: Uh, But, yeah, I think Chris Johnson's a really good pick. I just Uh, really like Chris compared to Corey when they're either fully smallmouth, like St. Lawrence River, or like literally fully smallmouth event. Or Florida. Otherwise I pick Corey. But like for some reason it seems like Chris is really good way up north or way down south. There's like in between he doesn't seem as good as Corey, but I'll take Chris down here.
0: Hey, didn't he top ten at Sabine? Chris? Could have sworn yeah, you
1: did. I'm pretty sure it was they may have both. Like they seem to always be like right at that ten cut line. So I don't remember. But, yes, uh, Gary. Chris is the one that won the FLW. Now, correct me if I am wrong here with my pick. Didn't Buddy Gross win a FLW event in Florida as well and like squeaked out John Cox? I think that was on Kissimmee because Josh Douglas was like fourth in that event. Yeah, I think you're right. I just remember Buddy Gross winning an FLW event down there, and it was a sight fishing derby. So I am going to take Buddy Gross in my Group B. And uh, kind of switch up from the Johnston Bros because I had a feeling everybody was going to take Chris. I like so, that pick. yeah, I it's kind of safe. I hope he gets a top forty, but he could also catch. He knows how to catch really big bass in Florida.
0: He's I might be missing an event something. there. Yeah, I, I like that pick. Um, I might be missing something here, but Brandon Pollnex owning
1: this group's percentage with twenty six and a half. To-
0: Which I think is—I feel like it's a weird pick
1: to me. That's very weird because he hates Florida, (laughs) and he openly says he does not get along with Florida. Yeah, Uh, but Deacon's pick and one I think is a
0: really good pick, especially if sight fishing is going to be such a as big a player as we think it's going to be. And he's going with Jacob Perosnik, which I think is a really good pick. Yeah, I
1: think Perosnik's good too. He's just a good sight fisherman.
0: Yeah. Um, if you want to ride that northern train bar, I think one person that has the smallest percentage, or well, one of the smallest percentages uh, in that group, that if your northern theory proves true. Well, I pick Chris. I'm saying Jay uh, Shakurit could do well on the head. Yeah, Jay, well. Jay
1: wouldn't be a bad pick. He's fished there for the opens. I mean, so, yeah, if Jay you, has experience yeah. there. I'm just you, not using Jay yet. Yeah. <laughs> he had a good first event. I mean, got it mm-hmm. back. He's he's a fish catcher. I would not be surprised if Jay Shakirat had a good event.
0: I could definitely see that. And
1: uh it's hard well, to pick between all the northern guys here now. There's so many of them. The one thing I could say about BP in Florida is he has fished almost every open there, I'm pretty sure. On the Harris chain, because he seems always hopping like random opens, and I could see him having the experience and understanding where to go. <laughs> and he's incredible with his graph so he'll figure something out offshore if he has to mm-hmm. even if it's a top 40 finish like i feel like that's what he strives for he just wants to make cuts
0: cool. and
1: then ultimately win because the more cuts you make the more money you make so yeah. yeah
0: all right i like those picks um getting into group c bart you want to kick us off again
1: Oh, yeah, keeping it up north. Here we go. Gussie. Uh, In the same event, he took second, ton of experience with FLW, has fished Harris Chain a ton. Uh, I also think a reason a lot of the northern guys do well on Harris is because they leave Minnesota or Canada or wherever like three weeks early and they go live on the Harris Chain. Always. (laughs) When you see pictures of them chilling at whatever that bar is right off of – Oh, I can't remember the name of that one. Eustace, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I'm going with Gussie. Um, actually, yeah, I fished with him out there for a little bit last year. We caught him pretty good. So and he's uh, only three percent owned. Yeah, which like, is wild. What you that, and that you want to know category. I was really <laughs> debating between him or Douglas because Douglas also does well there. And Douglas yeah. is only 1.5%. So, and then Scott Martin's at 27.5. And I don't think Scott's fished the Harris chain in like a decade. So. Yeah. yeah, since FLW went last, right? And yeah, and that was the cup, You know, yeah. not the Toyota. That was the yeah. tour, not the Toyota, if I remember right. So um, so yeah, I I think Douglas or Gussie are really good picks in this bucket, but I, I am going with Gussie. Um, but look for Josh Douglas to have a very good event. Cause he has spent a ridiculous amount of time on the Harris chain in the last five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. Andy, are you also choosing? Yeah, I have Gussie, but my uh, second pick was going to be like, I'm going to throw it out there. My entire lineup is basically FLW guys, just because they have so much <laughs> time on that lake. They do. But, but um, my backup pick was going to be Brian Schmidt, but you cannot not go with Gussie on the Harris chain.
0: Yeah, uh, that was also Deacon's pick, was Brian Schmidt. Which, if you want to talk about somebody finding that offshore grass bite, that's your guy. That is your guy that's going to find that offshore <laughs>
1: Or shallow grass bite. He's just good at wherever there's grass.
0: But yeah, I mean, it's Harrison. So there, there could be a shallow grass bite offshore, too. But like we saw we, watching that BPT event there last year, I mean, there could be some stuff that could play around. I mean, it's going to be pretty interesting just to kind of see what it comes to fruition. But Um, I think Schmidt's a great pick. Um, I kind of went in that same train of thought of sight fishing this week. I went with somebody who had a bad year and had a good first event. Uh, Well, I should say good first event to start his year to get back on track to stay in the elites. I'm going Justin Atkins uh, in terms of a a sight fishing derby. He's also a very underrated sight fisherman. Uh, You've seen him do very well in like a Texas fishery sight fishing. He's done well in Florida before. Uh, I'm going with Justin Atkins. Let's see. All right. Group D. And also, I'm glad here, Chris, also other some other people that are seeing Atkins in this group. Um, group D. Andy, kick us off.
1: Wenlit, just because um, it's a hunch, I thought Group D was a really tough one to choose through. And it doesn't help that I watched him post a couple big ones. I know he posted a really big one today on his Instagram. And he's got a lot of experience there from the FLW Tour. So that's why I went Clark Lit, And he's due for another really good finish last year. was kind of a down year for him.
0: Yeah, the AOI hangover.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's a very consistent fisherman. The only other one that I may have went with is Mark Menendez because he always seems to show up in Florida
0: okay i uh in this bucket um somebody that i think is kind of could be the jack of all trades for harris chain and doing a mix of different things like i talked about in the beginning uh i went with drew benton that's why i went with somebody Too that big. could kind of find him offshore but also somebody that could <laughs> find him sight fishing and up shallow so uh, also he just could be surprising in random places and just Seems to be pretty consistent, almost similar to Drew Cook. Um, so I, I want with Drew uh Drew Benton for that one. Bart, what about you? Same thing. Oh,
1: no, not a northerner, eh? Nope. This was my one that wasn't. You didn't um, pick Seth Fighter. I did not. You just committed treason. I Seth is <laughs> not like Florida. <laughs> Remember last year I said he could win AOI if he gets out of Florida. Um Seth does not like Florida. It has never gotten along with him um, from uh, everything I've seen. But it, it could, like, if it's, if he's going to do well somewhere, it's going to be Harris because he's going to throw a chatterbait around forever and smash him. But uh, I went with Benton because I had to pick one site fisherman. So I thought he was going to do pretty well. I like it. Uh, Deacon went with
0: Greg Hackney, which seems to be a lot of folks' picks down here.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't understand pick. that one though. He took twelfth in the open. The year he requalified for the elites. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I mean that's fair then. And like, if I feel like if he has like a thunder cricket bite going or a square bill bite outside of flipping, he's pretty dangerous. Yeah, I think I think Hackney's a good pick, then. I mean, I just I like Benton, but I, I didn't really like the bucket. So yeah, let's see.
0: Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know about Hackney.
1: And I swear Benton has one event every year kind of early in the year where he almost wins. And you're like, oh, Drew Benton, that's right, he's on tour. And then you forget about him until the next year at the same time. <laughs> he's on tour. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, that one was kind of a tough bucket because I think, like you guys mentioned with Clark Wendlet, I mean, I don't know how much I'll ride the trust Instagram train, but I think a lot of people burned on that last week with St. John's. Um, It just seems like there's not a clear answer here. There's a lot of people like, oh, I could kind of see them doing well, but you can apply that to like 10 different guys in this group.
1: I mean, even Carl's had a good FLW tournament in Florida on either the Kissimmee or the Harris chain. I don't remember which one. I I just think it's going to be so interesting with an elite series event compared to FLW or anything. Because FLW has 200 boats. Yeah. Yeah. And Harris like does not fish very big for the most part. Um, So it'll be very interesting.
0: I uh, total one off here, but this might be one of my favorite fishing arguments videos. That's like on the internet
1: so uh gary west i'm gonna send you some hobie eyewear shades <laughs> what's it what's this in reference to i don't know if i ever you've never
0: seen the video with drew benton to scott martin um uh,
1: maybe dude you need to watch it okay <laughs> uh
0: i think most people that have seen that video will know what i'm talking about but it's a, it's an interesting one back in the flw days uh but gary get in touch with us we're gonna send you some hobie eyewear shades we still, folks. We still have a Hommenbird and Man Kota merch that Bart will pick the winner for, and we still have an Omnia gift card to give away. Um, I think we'll pick uh, if you guys want to drop down what baits you think are going to shine for this event. We'll uh, we'll choose a, our favorite for uh, a twenty-five dollar Omnia gift card.
1: That is a great great way to give that away. So we'll see. We shall see kind of- what the folks say. If we give Dick Ducket the hat, does he have to give us his real name so we can ship it? To yeah, him? <laughs> Luke Hall. What do you think? <laughs> what you say, I'm, Richard? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding, Richard. You're my homie.
0: <laughs> Ooh, there's some good ones coming in. Uh, let's keep going on to Group E while the folks are getting their baits in here. But.
1: Uh, <laughs> Domination of the 5-inch Senko. Be ready for it. It We're going to learn how the Berkeley General's better than the Yamamoto Senko (laughs) and the Yum Dinger is actually the best. It's going to be a Yum Swinging Derby. Too bad Alton Jones isn't in it, because that's all he would be throwing.
0: (laughs) Rich, if you've never seen the Benton Martin uh, Martin
1: debacle, yeah, Yeah. you
0: (laughs) need That is a perfectly good excuse to leave this live stream to search for that because it, it's it's good. Come back and tell us what you think. Um, we're seeing some good comments coming in here for some baits. I, I got one favorite right now. I'm kind of curious what you guys are thinking, but I'll I'll start this off for Group E. Uh, who my pick? My pick is, and he's done well down there. Uh, actually, literally just did well down there in the open, uh, and that's Kenta Kenta Kamira. I'm going with him for my bucket E pick just out of a recency bias. Um, <laughs> and one, also, I just like have this weird, like, I just love Japan when the fetish. Guys. Yeah. I love when the Japanese guys do good. Like, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's awesome to me. I don't know why. I love seeing the foreigners do well. But yeah, that's, that's my pick. Maybe a little bit of favoritism going on, but.
1: Gary's quoting it for, uh, rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can hear uh, Drew's voice. <laughs> oh,
0: um,
1: what you got, Bart? I am going, I went with him a few times last year and it didn't go well, but he's got a lot of experience down here and I think it'll pay off. Um, and just kind of getting over some issues before the St. John's event. Um, I'm going to go with Daryl Gleason. I think it's, I think we're going to see Gleason with some ocean ponies
0: ponies. Shout out Steve Mui for hating the term ocean pony.
1: (laughs) I think it's a great term. (laughs) I think think it's awesome. Um, But (laughs) yeah, I I think it'll, I think it'll be a really good event for Daryl. I think he'll find him off offshore and um, yeah, then go have a good event. I think he'll be like your quintessential, like eight pounder, eight pounder, one pounder, two pounder, you know,
0: that is a fair point. <laughs> we got our, I got a hot bait coming in. Yes, the America. helicopter lure, <laughs> the love helicopter it.
1: Lure. <laughs> the silver lure. buddy, and Florida. we're gonna be blading up big Florida giants.
0: Yeah, do you guys? Do you guys ever see that picture from the the college event? I don't. Th- it might have been at the Harris Chain. I don't. I know it was Florida. I'm trying to remember where it was, but they basically like posted a big spoon as like one of the baits they used, and like. I think people are just like hating on the post so bad because they're like, "What,
1: <laughs> dude?" Um, oh, I just lost his name. But it comes back to me, one of the Florida guys down there that's always fishing. Oh, what, Bog? What? I can't think of his name. Mikey Balls? Yeah, Mikey Balls. He's caught him on a flutter spoon in Florida.
0: That's a completely different lake that he's on. The but level. it doesn't
1: matter. They're eating big bait fish. They'll eat it at some point. One well, of those lakes have to be deep enough to fish. He's
0: fishing a Florida lake though, with like thirty foot of water.
1: Oh, whatever. <laughs> Yolo. Banjo. I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll
0: eat it. I'm sure they'll eat it. Yeah, Banjo is definitely coming in hot. Uh, <laughs> but Andy, what do you got? What, what's your pick for buckety?
1: I'm. I was torn. I thought about Ike because he sucked horribly at St. Johns, and he's done well there in the past when Bass has gone there. Um, but I'm going to go Derek Hudnell cause he just has a knack for catching big fish on a wacky worm. And I think he'll get through the first two days and get into the cut cause he did have a bad St. John's event. But, um, yeah, I think Derek Hudnell's is going to be my pick for groupie. Ooh, I kind of like that pick.
0: Yeah. There there's one that no one's really talked about right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm just laughing at comments in the
1: chat. Kyle moment. Welcher. Uh, There's a lot of Welcher picks. I don't. Yeah. yeah he, he's caught not, one giant in Florida. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like everyone rides trade. on him catching a ten and a half pounder in Florida, and they're like, "Yeah, he loves Florida." Um, I, 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 I don't like that pick, and I really don't like that I picked him at the St. Johns. He's at twenty-three totally percent too. I totally, totally fell for the ten-pounder thing. Yeah, that's what who's Deacon's
0: pick is. He went with Kyle Welcher. I know that seems like there's a bunch of comments in here, but people picking Kyle Welcher, which, I mean, I will say in somebody that could figure something out, kind of one-off. I'm not going to say I don't like the pick, but I I guess I could see it. It
1: will be interesting. I do like the random Kennedy pick because I think he could just throw a giant swim bait and potentially absolutely <laughs> smash them. Or a white swim jig in two He'll be the downy of the Harris event. He'll be like, yeah. well, if you weighed in four more fish, he could have won because yeah. he'll make the final day and have like a six pound average. Well, that's the way his like all of his Bassmaster classics have gone that he's come this close to winning. It's like if you caught one more fish, yeah. Like, <laughs> But he's always doing like I love the Kennedy pick because it's do or die by him because he's gonna do something different that nobody else is doing, and he's either gonna catch giants or he's gonna bomb. And that's just fun. It's fun to watch if he gets there.
0: Have you guys seen any baits that impressed you that you think might do the deed for Harris Chain?
1: Well, Vandy Hammer had him, but he broke him off when he Cast of them. Did you what? not see that on Instagram?
0: No, I didn't see that at all. What was it? Look at
1: Vandy Hammer's story. Okay. I'll have to look at it. Yeah, you need you need to look at it. Feel Andy- bad for Polonic. He lost he lost uh like some five hundred dollar swim baits. No. Oh no. All right, I gotta
0: <laughs> check that out. Yeah, go
1: just go watch it. You'll right now as we speak? Yeah. yeah, just go watch it. Me and me uh, me and Andy will freeball here. Alright,
0: you guys need to go find uh, a bait <laughs>
1: Way for uh, the Omnia gift card. Um, banjo Minnow? <laughs> Could you imagine if it was one on a Banjo Minnow? <clears throat> um, yeah, Dick knows what I'm talking about. Um, man. Um, Ryan Crowley's got a good one, The Fighting Frog. The He's like man. the only one actually naming a bait besides a Cinco. Oh god. Wait, are you sure
0: this is real? No, nah, it's it's totally fake, but it's has got <laughs> yeah.
1: it's like a four hundred dollar Roman made. It's a Roman <laughs> made, yeah. Broke off first cast. Yikes. Yeah, Vandy Hammer's the best. If no one follows Vandy Hammer, go follow him on Instagram.
0: Yeah.
1: Ooh. I got my have you guys picked?
0: Have you no. guys picked your winner yet? I think I have a,
1: a winner. Go ahead. Love I it. think I picked him last time too, so we did can send him think- another hat. <laughs> Team Basspack getting all the hats. <laughs> no, but is he getting the Omnia gift card this time? It'd be the Omnia gift card, yeah. Nice. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah.
0: I did, I will say, I really did like the D bomb pick. i We a can give him the hat Yeah. There you go. We'll we'll give out two prizes. Uh Bass Pack, I'll hit you up and we'll get you some stuff sent out. Um, but I really do like the D bomb pick. I know like people know about the D bomb, but like I feel like everyone, regardless of what bait brands they throw, owns D bombs and uses D bombs.
1: Yeah, used to use uh beavers, but went straight to straight to D bombs. Yeah,
0: Rich, the queen tackle chatterbait or bladed jig, as people call it, is de- it's referred to as the switchblade. That's uh you can either buy the the single blades to add on to any vertical tying jig head, but now they actually sell a queen tackle blade jig, the switch blade. So you guys can go see a bunch of that down the links below, and you can get yourself even 20% off at queen tackle while our discount code's below. Uh, but I, I love that pick. So fellas, get in touch with us. We'll get you some stuff sent out. Um let's
1: see. what some are we art, thinking I'll, for weights?
0: I'll uh I'll kick I'll let Deacon uh, Deacon who's not here kick I think course.
1: these could be all over the board compared to looking at St. John's yeah. I think we're going to be all over the board yeah I think so too
0: dude what is it with these stripper people in the comments
1: yeah love face is back <laughs> <laughs> we send, <laughs> send love face a prize
0: <laughs> I blame it on hella bass yeah
1: won't <laughs> let me
0: block it <laughs> yeah. Um, so Deacon's wait to win the Harris Chain event is 91 pounds, 12 ounces. Oof.
1: Is that hoof as in low or hoof as in No, I was it, hoof. I can't believe we were that close. Oh, <laughs> I I did. Uh, so I did 92.7. But I, being honest, I think that's the low. uh Low end of it. You said what? I, I said 92.7, but I think that's the lowest it's going to go. Um We got 102 already in the chat here from Timothy. I just, the one thing with the opens that are one, 89. is it ever over a 25 pound average? No. It's normally it. like 23. Yeah. And like you see a mega bag and then they catch 18. Um However, I think this is uh, really, really lining up to be really good. But yeah, I think it could you could see a century belt here.
0: Well, Andy, what is he talking about?
1: I have not a clue.
0: So... Uh, Basspack Uh Bart, are you in your laundry room?
1: Yeah, that's my <laughs> office. I did my laundry yesterday. It's drying out right now. <laughs>
0: I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's good. I went uh, I went with 93 pounds, six ounces. That's what I went. So I went a little bit above those. Okay, places. we're all
1: closer than we thought. Yeah. What about you, Andy? I am under 90, 86, 13. Okay. Oof. And here's why. If it's a spawning event, yes, there is less boats than normal, but there's only so many big ones to be plucked off of beds. And there's so much lake to be covered that there might even be fish that aren't found. So I think you're going to see like whoever wins the event is going to have one or two mega bags. And then they're going to have like two days that they just salvage the derby like Saturday when it gets really cold.
0: I hate that we're calling 71
1: degrees cold. It's cold for Florida because it's gonna be fifty degrees at night, which really means if it's clear in a north wind, it's gonna be like low forties. Yeah, which is exactly what it's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> hmm.
0: I, I it's very intriguing to me to see what this event because it could go so many different ways.
1: Yeah. It's gonna be there's going to be a lot of giants and last The last uh, tournament, St. John's, I think I said like a 12-4 was going to be caught somewhere in Florida or 12-14 or something. It could happen in this tournament. Well, yeah, I mean, it could happen anywhere in Florida, Andy. Yeah, but (laughs) this one, this one specifically. (laughs) I think this is, see, I think at Harris, I think you're going to see a lot of five and six pounders, like Mm -hmm. a lot of them. Like that place is healthy. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it.
0: What do you guys see here from Ryan Crowley? Will there be a
1: double-digit cut? I think so. I don't.
0: I'm going to say 9'3". It's the biggest. It's going to be cut off of bed. If Steve Mui says it's 80 pounds, it's going to be 100 pounds. Probably. Steve's <laughs> Probably always
1: right. Steve's always wrong. Steve is always negative Nancy. He always is. He's, he's, he's going to get one on, actually, you know what, Scott Martin's going to win it with Troll Hooks. <laughs> I hope Steve's listening. Steve's the biggest Debbie Downer in the... <laughs> yeah, Steve isn't that. listening, let's be real. Be 108 pounds.
0: <laughs> <What are> you...
1: <laughs> we might have to put Rich in timeout for the, yeah. the bad wordage here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't even know what that means, but all right. So yeah, let's see what people think in terms of red line. I think I think Joe the drunk. He's pro- mispronouncing
1: a lot of stuff. I did see someone ask uh, what lake they thought it was gonna get one in.
0: Ooh. I like that. What what do you guys think?
1: Isn't the big one usually Griffin that goes off? Uh it can. I think Keith won in Harris, just right in front of Takeoff. Perfect. Um Apaka. Apopka can be really, really, really good as well. I'm gonna go with Dora. The explorer. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's gonna get one in Dora. It if it comes into a spawn fest though, it could be in any one of the rim canals or canals that lines yeah. that place. Oh, exactly. Like um Whatever lake has the most canals and people can find the most spawners and they're giants. Um, that's where you're gonna see one of those double digit fish on beds come up come out of. I know Schnupp has caught quite a few fish, I believe over ten pounds in the canals around Harris. They're in like the heart of the spawn. Yeah, I think, I think it's gonna be a super sweet event. Yeah. It's just Saturday is gonna be the day that they don't get over a hundred because it's gonna mess them all up. Yeah, I agree,
0: Bart. What are you uh, thinking for uh, your hummingbird Mincota winner?
1: I thought I picked it. I thought it How was D bomb guy. Oh, oh yeah, we did. Sorry, ignore me. Uh, I, other, I could pick someone else,
0: but that's fine. No, we got it. We got it all figured out.
1: Um, oh, here yeah. we go. Oh, sorry.
0: What rookie do you guys think is going to do good?
1: Matsushita. Josh Douglas. That's a good pick, too. (laughs) He's not going to be a rookie technically after this event. Oh, because you think he's going to cash? Yeah.
0: Did he cash at St. John's? Uh, No, he almost did. He got close. Didn't he have a big comeback on day two? He did. He got a big back.
1: Maddie Wong. Maddie Wong gained 900 million fans on live the one day. Yeah, they He's were amazing. raving about him. Yeah, everybody loves Maddie Wong. And it's a fun name to say. That's my Maddie favorite Wong.
0: one. Maddie Wong. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing for me beats Masayuki Matsushita. I feel like that's just, I don't know. It's badass.
1: Um, but yeah, so that's, I think, I just think it's going to be a super fun event to watch. We see so many opens and, Coast does and all these other events going on it's been a long time since we've seen have we ever seen an event with full live coverage out there no yeah so I think it's gonna be really cool because it's such a you know famous place for these events to happen and there's never uh, never live coverage so I'm, I'm really excited about it it's got to be like one of the most visited places that's never had live coverage on it yeah the last elite series event there was March 10th through the 13th. Harris Shane and Shaw Grisby won 75 pounds, four ounces. Yeah.
0: We got some Alex Redwine coming in, Maddie Wong, Jacob Fouts, uh, Daisuke Aoki, which I was, I could have sworn, like I was looking at Bash Track on like day two and I still saw Zero with him towards the end of the day. I could have sworn like he just either wasn't competing because I feel like that's. Very unlike him for folks that kept up with him in the opens.
1: Yeah. I think he caught one or two on day two. Like he struggled.
0: That's a tough way to start the year, but I guess there's only one way to go after
1: that. Up.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I think it'll be interesting to see how the rookies do. I think the Maddie went I think Maddie finished 17th. Was he the Highest finishing rookie from St. John's. Uh, I'd have to look. Let's look, let's pull it up here. Let me see. We'll pull it up and then we will start wrapping things up here. Let's see. We got. Wait, <laughs> is, is, is Masayuki a rookie? Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's Masayuki. Yeah, he yeah, finished awesome. third. He was got third. That? Yeah.
0: Masayuki's in third, and then. Maddie Wong got 21st. And then Shakuric got 33rd. That was it for your rookies in the top 40 that cashed. So actually they're cashing out to they're cashing out to 47 this year. I forgot about that.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Any other takeaways from Harris Chain, boys?
1: No, I, like I said, this is this might be the event I'm like arguably one of the most excited for. So I'm I'm pumped. Yeah. And then then after this it's the classic, and then they go to Santee, which is going to be an absolute slugfest. And festival. Santee Love, right? is going to be buckle up, boys and girls, 130 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> Whoever finds them there, it's going to be done. Oh, and they're going to be there too. When is that? The week after the classic. Um, I think it's the no, weekend. I think it's two after. weeks after because I think after the classic is the open on Cherokee it might not it'll be over a hundred but it might not hit 130 because it'll be roughly a week after the full moon
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be not the weekend following the classic the weekend after so
1: yeah, but, I get it yeah yeah, me. so because the full moon I think falls no. Thirty-day cycle, it'll be hit right on the full moon again. It should oh be. God, that's it, gonna. Be yeah, it'll so be one hundred and thirty. Fingers
0: crossed and knock on wood that it's all sun, no wind. That the boys and can it's get cold and,
1: and crummy it. till like the Wednesday before it. It just <laughs> goes insane. <laughs> well, the long-range forecast for South Carolina for the classic is like low sixties. Huh?
0: Do you guys see this comment from Mister Dick Duckett?
1: dick's gonna be at the classic here we go is this here gonna be you gonna be, your, you gonna com- be there bart? no is this gonna be dick's coming out party though i was just gonna say <laughs> he's coming out of the closet boys
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh no but joe's comment here uh you want to see more bart on serious angler but uh in seeing this comment as well folks if you guys are on apple podcasts we do appreciate if you could leave
1: us a rating and review and all but. the reviews should say hashtag more Bart. Yes. <laughs> that would be so funny. More
0: Bart or less Bart. Whichever answer is chosen more in our reviews will be the <laughs> deciding factor if we ever bring Bart back on the show.
1: <laughs> I don't like Hella negativity. He said definitely won't be 130. Come on, we can dream. Yeah, let, <laughs> yeah, let us dream. Get Come out of here. On. You're being a mooey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Bass Pack, <laughs> he's asking about the tournament from Toledo Bend this past weekend. Uh, we will get into that on Thursday, or sorry, not Thursday. That'll be Friday's episode where uh, we're getting on Andrew Upshaw. We're going to talk some tournament strategy and how to uh, maximize practice. So that is not out of a episode. kayak. Yes. Well, we might dive into a little bit, but <laughs> mostly a boat. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll be a fun episode um, that we're going to film Thursday night with Andrew. That'll be up on Friday. So you guys can look forward to that. Um. But either way, dude, boys, I'm looking forward to this event. I'm really looking forward to actually watching. Um, That was a kind of a bummer for me, even though I was on the water. Uh, But the fact that I couldn't watch majority of the event was kind of a kind of sucked. I tried to watch a little bit during practice, but
1: it is what it is. Um, I mean, to be honest, it was pretty boring, other than like two different 30 minute increments. Yeah, like Bob. (laughs) It was a typical St. John's event. You were just like, oh wow, he smashed him today, and he doesn't have a camera in the boat. (laughs) Or he's out of service to where they can't have a Or Bob caught him at like 7.30 in the morning Eastern time at 6.30 here. I was like, great, missed that. It was still (laughs) dark when he caught him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm looking forward to this
0: event. And uh, it'll be kind of cool for Friday's episode. We'll be after day one. So we can kind of give a a live look into what's going on there. But uh, look out for our next show coming up, um, I think, in a couple of weeks. That'll be the Thursday leading up to Day One of the Classic. Um, so, the Classic will start Day One on a Friday, but it'll be the Thursday leading up to that week. We'll be going live, give away some more stuff, and uh, we appreciate everybody that was tuning in tonight. We've got a lot of people joining in and being engaging. That's one thing that we love about yeah. doing this stuff. So, appreciate everybody that joined in and was doing that. Winners, if you guys have not already, get in touch with us. We'll get your stuff sent out to you. Totally have forgot a about on Apple Fresh. Podcasts.
1: Podcast hashtag more Bart, more or less Bart, more M O R E B A R T, more Bart, and like every Insta post for the next two weeks on Deacon's channel. But don't tell him I said that, <laughs> so like everybody just head over there and comment hashtag more Bart, yeah, on all of <laughs> uh, your more Bart Deacon or post. less Bart. <laughs>
0: More Bart or Trending. less
1: Bart? Trending. Like we
0: said, whichever one is is typed and commented more will be the deciding factor
1: if we bring Bart back on the
0: show. <laughs> but no, I think you should. I think you all should go spam Deacon's shows, but also his uh, social media posts with more Bart and just confuse the living hell yeah, on him. He's it. so
1: confused. <laughs> and we'll never talk about it
0: again. This is our what would be really funny is if you slid into his DMS while he's on his Valentine's day is- right now <laughs> and just more Bart. So he's really confused.
1: <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, yeah.
0: Folks, we appreciate you guys and uh, we will see you guys on Friday. Well, that was an awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you can, and your app allows it, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us get seen more